Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Few Tried people to stay did. warm. Yeah, <laughs> some they people know who did. You are. Yeah. yeah. Darren and Justin here with you, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio for the next two hours. Cousin Devlin is alongside. He is a McKenzie, mm. and you can watch us every single day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. And Twitter. The NFL news is starting to break here, Darren. Yeah. Lots of stuff happening mm-hmm. in the NFL world. Austin Eckler has uh, been granted by the Chargers for his uh, agent to go shopping. Okay. They couldn't get together with an agreement then. Guess not. Wow. And the Spanos is, you know, not wanting to open it up. I mean, it's not the first running back they've lost. No. They used to have a guy by the name of Melvin Gordon. Mm. They used to have a guy by the name of Ladanian Tomlinson. Mm. Did they end their careers in San no, Diego? No, no, they didn't. Nope, they did not. They did not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's one of the best, but, I mean, again, it just goes to show you that uh, that position, and I think it's wrong. I do. I think it's wrong. But it has been so devalued. Oh, the running back. Yeah, yeah. it's just, and I I hate it. I hate it for running backs because there's a lot of good running backs out there. Nobody wants to pay them, and I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to really uh, get to the point to where, you know, no one cares who's in the backfield, but no one cares until it counts. No one cares. They think, oh, it's a throwaway position. Until you need short yardage, you can't get it. Why would you want to be a running back right now? If you're in high school, why wouldn't you be like, well, if I got all this speed, then I'll just be a receiver or I'll go in the secondary. I can make more money that away. Well, that's what the kid from Tennessee decided. Uh, Jalen Hurd, not that Jalen Hurd, but the other one uh, who became a tight end in the NFL. Yeah, He decided, I don't want to be a running back. He went to uh, went to Beach High School, yeah. went to Tennessee and decided, no, nah, transitioning to tight end because it's going to be better for my long-term career. Yeah. And to be honest, he really wasn't that. He wasn't great at, at uh, running back. Listen, that's, that, that's beside my, you know, whether, well, what you thought of him as a running back, one way or the other. I'm just he saying. he decided he wanted to become a tight end. That was going to be his his path to long term NFL financial freedom. Yeah. So, but now now the move is. I see it's breaking right now. Jimmy G, everybody, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is signing a three year. $67.5 million contract to be the brand-new quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. So Las Vegas clearly doesn't believe Aaron Rodgers is going there. Nope. And a contract like that for a quarterback is chump change. It's nothing. And it's a good in deal. today's world, yeah, that's, that's bargain basement stuff. Yeah, it's a good deal. I mean, just think about that. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. $67.5 million over three years, and that is Dollar Tree stuff in the NFL season. Essentially, yeah. 
And I'm not knocking Dollar Tree. I'm no. just saying that's Dollar Tree all the time. It's what it is. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's for, not even TJ Maxx. No, not for not for a starting NFL quarterback. You know, and and a guy who's won a lot of games. Now, you know, he's not going to have the same cast that he had in San Francisco, but he has shown himself to be a, a, a capable game manager at the very least, um, who doesn't make a ton of mistakes with the football, uh, who, you know, might be able to do something up there. So we'll see. Aaron Rodgers says it won't be long before my decision is made. Whatever, man. Right. Take Just your time, let man. us know whenever you're ready. Take your time. Yeah, sure. Take your time. Because I'm, I'm sure you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. whatever, man. Okay. Aaron. All right, then, man. Does he understand, like, the whole world is over him? Like, honestly? Does he understand that? Mm, no, because like, the whole world isn't over him. Eh, most there's, are. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of people in Green Bay, I imagine. And if you're a fan of the New York Jets, I'm sure you're wondering, well, what are we doing here? Well, the Green Bay Packers are over him. I can tell you that. Oh well, yeah. Well, they've been over him. Yeah, they've they're especially they're as an organization. Yes, that's and what I'm talking about. Some of the long term fans have been through this before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and they, they've seen that quarterback go to the Jets. Yeah, so. they, they've been through this before. So they're like, you know what? All right, then, man. If you want to go go that route, go for it. Yeah. Start spreading the news, okay? New York, New York. Spent some time at the SEC basketball tournament. Saw your tweets, man. At Bridgestone Arena. Yes, sir. This weekend. And um, I was a little surprised and disappointed Saturday and Sunday. Non-eventful. Just non-eventful. Alabama just oh, ran away with You them. mean like that? Okay. Well, I mean, just non-eventful as if the games weren't good, unfortunately. Um, Alabama just mopped everybody this weekend. A&M mopped everybody until, well, they mopped Vanderbilt on Saturday. Yeah. And then got mopped on Sunday. Yeah. But I just Alabama mopped Missouri, Alabama mopped Mississippi State, and I um, was a little disappointed this weekend. There really wasn't any any thrills. So now that you've seen them in yeah. person, yeah, what makes them so good, Darren? Alabama, yeah, uh, their depth. Okay, um, one they're long. They're they're a long team. Um, their depth. What was amazing about Brandon Miller is you can have him in check. Like, Missouri had him in check for a good while. I I think he had, like, five points. Mm. Of course, Alabama was still in control. Yeah. And then the next thing you look up there, and Brandon Miller's got 20. Hmm. You know what I mean? Just just you blink. You, you go get some popcorn, or you go to the restroom, and you come back, and he's got 20. That He can just turn it on mm. like nobody's business. Interesting. He's just so long and athletic. Um, they've got they got ballers, man. That that Quinterly mm-hmm. is he's good. Uh, Clowny, uh, Girl. I mean, they, mm-hmm. those guys. And those guys are long. Um, they've got depth, man. Mm. Brandon Miller got in foul trouble and went, and went sat down, and they went on a run when Brandon Miller was sitting on the bench. Wow. So they've they got, went on a run. They've got Justin. different ways to attack you. Then yeah, they're just when they're right. Yeah, boy, they're they're. Darn near impossible to beat. Hmm. Like honestly, they if they're right for six games, they're going to win it all. Yeah. I mean honestly, that. But it doesn't mean that they will, right? Because oh, sure. they've also gone through this patch when mm-hmm. oh, yeah. shortly after all this stuff, and they didn't look very right. Listen. They looked, and there was you know Nate Oates was stepping in it, 
day after day in post-game press conferences or press conferences and Brandon Miller, they do the whole introduction and the gun thing. And yeah, then all of a sudden you're like, well, is this stuff getting to this team? Well, it looked like it. Yeah. Well, it looks like they erased it when they got to Nashville well, because, and if they erase it for the, you know, for the NCAA tournament, Justin, that team is good enough to win it all. They just are. Well, I think they're, they're going to get an automatic bid to the Sweet 16 because they're opening up in Birmingham for rounds one and yeah, two. Yeah. So, you know. You think that favors them? Uh, a little, maybe. Maybe. You think they'll have some fans? I think they might have a few. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That come, on, that come on down there. That's why you listen to the show, folks. Good you, insight like you that. You can't get this stuff anywhere else. Yeah, man. <laughs> We've got exclusive on the information. <laughs> insight. Huge analysis. Here. Been up all night with that one. Here's some other takeaways. Yes. A&M. Is good. They're they're dude. They they're not long. They got dudes that are just huge. Yeah, like ripped. So the backup football. So yes, we know where they the look guys like a football team. who didn't play football. Jeez, they just sent them cross campus. Hey, if there's a street fight, I'm taking <laughs> Texas A&M. You know, like an anchorman. Oh yeah, when they all assembled. Oh yeah, and they fought. I'm taking Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah. They're going to beat <laughs> Spanish radio and all the TV shows, so they TV got, stations. They got basically the, 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 the practice squad defense for the Texas A&M Aggie football team. Those guys are massive. Well, everything's bigger in Texas. Marble. <sighs> I, I was just praying, like, don't. Have a loose ball come towards me. Because I don't want that guy diving into press row. Uh-uh. Because most of the time I sit in the second row, and as long as these guys are as big as they are, they could easily make it to second row. Yeah. And I was like, man, please don't do that. I was sitting for a good portion on Saturday behind the great Tony Delk. Ah. One of the UK legends. Yes, man. of Kentucky fame. Yep. I think he was doing it for SEC radio. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. National championship. Did, was, oh, it was the all-time leading scorer. Yeah. basketball history. So, mm. uh, Tennessee boy. I did know that. Okay, Tennessee yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, but wow. Yeah, A and M. About Tony Delk in a while, but okay. Just, so their their seed is a joke. I thought this. And I know we're going to get into this. We're, we've kept the first hour open on purpose. We're going to talk about this a lot. Hopefully take your phone calls if you want to get in there and vent Please or just do. talk. Um, it's a great day to do sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the committee sucked this year. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. They, they did an awful job. They're, they did right, a really Darren, poor well, job. Just, uh, tell us I how know. you feel, Darren. Tell us how you feel. A&M is not a seven seed. Get out of here with that stuff, man. They are not a seven seed. A seven seed, A and M, the team, the team that finished second, finished second in the conference. Listen, well, I, I don't think they, I don't think they care a lot about the conference, and and that that is what stuck they out to me. They put eight teams in. That, no, but what I'm saying is, I don't think they really care a lot about who ranks where within the conference. Do they respect the conference? Sure. But do they respect anything about conference wins or, you know, where they finished? I don't think they care anything about that. It's evident that they don't. So, 
Uh, you know, the, I, I think, and I'm going to follow this away for next year. We spent way too much time talking about conference records because they don't. No, give a, they we, don't give a darn. You know what we should have been talking about? The freaking net. The net rankings. Yeah, the net rankings. That's what we should have been talking about. Which don't, which apparently don't move with conference <laughs> wins. They don't care. I know. They don't care. The the and I and listen, we're going to get the calls, and I'm not sure who's listen. They're, they're rolling. We're, okay, let me just say this before yeah. we get to our rest of our people here. I am of the firm belief that just talking about Vanderbilt in particular, and we haven't even got there. We yet. haven't got, but I'm going we're, there okay, now. I'm go. going there now because I know our callers want to do it. I don't. I think the committee for better or worse, decided that the Vanderbilt Commodores were not NCAA tournament worthy guys in about January. Yeah, well they er, late they December, suck. early January. That's when they decided. Then they didn't do their job. Listen, that's when they when they lost to Grambling, they decided, you know what? You guys try again next year. We're done. Thank you for playing. We appreciate it. That game was in November. They decided then that that the Vanderbilt had no business in the NCAA tournament, and whatever they did in conference, quite frankly, doesn't matter at all. That's what they decided. Now, whether or not that's right or wrong is up for other people to decide, but it is evident, based on everything that we've looked at, that they simply do not care mm. about the conference record because Arkansas is 8-10 and 10 in the conference. Arkansas, I— Okay, we're okay, and, and 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 they let another. Oh, the thing was Auburn. Auburn's eight and ten, or whoever it was, uh, Mississippi State. I'm sorry, yep. Mississippi State's eight and ten in the conference, uh, and they're in. And, and they, Vanderbilt, but, but they put eight teams in. Oh, okay, but they, but they valued the conference. What? No, what? not, not <laughs> tell me that makes any sense. Not the actual conference play. They don't. <laughs> they value maybe the conference as a as a quality of basketball, but they do not value conference play whatsoever. So next year when we start talking about, well, they're getting ready to start conference scheduling. Well, it doesn't matter unless you win in November and take care of the teams you're supposed to take care of back then. The rest of it, don't care. Did you see Chris Reynolds? You know, they always put the committee chair out there, you know. To oh, yeah, them. sure. I saw him, yeah. What what'd you think, Chris Reynolds? I mean. All right, you ain't going to say it. He was awful. He said what he's supposed oh, to say. Justin, he was What do you want the guy awful. to say? What do you want the guy to say? It was what do you want him to say? awkwardly bad. What do you want the guy to say? Awkwardly bad. They made this decision, and now he's out here fronting it. And by what the way, is he going to say? And he had nothing to say. So nothing he, to he, say. He did what I thought he was going to do. He did what I thought he was going to do. With that whole thing out there. Hey, Devlin. How you doing? <laughs> I, his interview, man, he's... All right, let's just go on the phones, man. I can't. Uh, uh, I can't listen, I, uh, we got loaded lines. I, I understand. Just, but, you know, what do, I, what do you want? The, you had an expectation you, that he was going to come out and give Can he a, not answer? Some, by the way, the questions were, Billy Packer is not here to ask questions No, Billy anymore. Packer's not here to hurt you. No. And Billy Packer used to ask really, really tough questions. Yeah. He doesn't have Billy Packer asking questions. He still fumbled and bumbled around. All right. Let's go to Adam in Portland. Oh, fun. <laughs> Which is my favorite promo on this station by a mile. Adam, what's up? Dude, I'm not sure. You guys are great, by the way. I, I, just listening to this makes me so happy. But, man, <laughs> so I think this may be my – if it's not my second – it, it may be my favorite week of sports – of the whole year like I'm, I'm not gonna say day because it's kind of like it's it's week because the basketball hasn't really started up yet but 
between free agency and then NFL and, or I'm sorry, NHL and NBA starting to take shape of the playoffs and uh, the Titans really pissing me off today by being so quiet and you're just sitting on this money after shucking away all these players and I mean, I'm not sure if there's anybody even good out there, but I love that. Like, you guys have the best job in the world because you could talk about it all day. Like, there's so many ways you can go and just, like, five hours of Titans, five hours. Yes, Vanderbilt got rocked, man. That I don't even care about him. I don't even like Jerry Stackhouse. I never have. I thought he was overrated, but I think he did a heck of a job with that team, and I think his team got hosed, like, in the past five years. I can't remember anybody getting robbed as bad as Vanderbilt got robbed. And that's like a national thing. That's not just you guys. Everybody's talking about how Vanderbilt got rocked. So it, it's uh, it's it's great, though, man. I, I'm going to be listening to you guys for the next two hours. I will not turn the station for one second because there's so much crap that's going to happen. I have no idea what it is, and I'm just happy. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, we're happy, too, because it gives us lots to talk about. Thank you, Adam, yeah, as bro. always. Appreciate it. Um, They didn't get snubbed. Dude, they didn't even get invited. To, like nope. They didn't even get an invitation. They didn't even say RSVP. No, we didn't even have your address. Okay, you weren't even on the mailing list. That's what Vanderbilt was. They don't care. We're not even on the mailing list. Committee did not care. You know, forget all this. They were close, or they were snubbed. No, they weren't even close. That's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, Justin. Yeah, I mean, okay, that committee sucked. Committee didn't care. They, they didn't care anything about sucked. the 10 out of 12. I don't care the how you cut it. Didn't care. Chris Reynolds may be the nicest guy in the world, but him and his constituents in that room were awful. Awful. There's no way you can tell me a team that won 13 conference games. 13. Yep. And won 20 games. And 13 of them in a conference you took eight teams from, which was, by the way, tied for the most Mm -hmm. of any conference in the country. By the way, basketball has like 350 Division I teams. Okay, It's way bigger than football. There's tons of basketball teams and conferences. Conferences you've never even heard of. Teams you've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. And the most was the SEC. Tied for the most with eight. And they won 13 games, beat Kentucky twice, beat Auburn, beat Mississippi State, beat all these teams Okay, yeah. down the stretch. Didn't care. So Didn't what? Didn't care. Not a big deal. Didn't care. Didn't care at all. Didn't care. By the way, Auburn looks like poop coming down the stretch. Absolute crap. Hey, but they won those. They won their out of conference games though in November, and that and that's where Vanderbilt lost. And and listen, I'm guilty, okay? Because I didn't think the Grambling loss was that big of a deal. I'm here to say right now, I was wrong. The Grambling loss was crippling to Vanderbilt this past year. It but, shouldn't have been. But they beat Pitt. It shouldn't have been. But it was. No, it's too late though. But it was too late. They beat Pitt. The damage has been done. The damage had been done. All right, we'll come back. We'll get more phone calls. I know you guys have been waiting patiently. I've also got something that Jerry Stackhouse needs to do moving forward because of all this, okay? And I'll tell you what I'm talking about as you listen to The McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. 
Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds. There's a weekend in July where the baseball world revolves around a village in upstate New York. Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend in Cooperstown is an unforgettable experience filled with family-friendly activities and priceless moments. Make your plans today for July 21st through the 24th for the induction of Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland as the class of 2023. Visit BaseballHall.org today for the entire schedule. See you in Cooperstown where the journey becomes legend. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, well, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? What happened? I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happen. I'm not sure. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Call the McFarland Show now at 615-844-5600 and join the discussion of ideas. Yeah, let's do that. 844-5600, 615-844-5600. We'll go to my, our man Vince Ferrara, uh, and we'll talk about the Vols, them getting in to start the second hour. So that's coming up in about 35 minutes or so. Back here on the show, let's go back to the phones. And let's go to Eric. Eric, you're up next. Welcome in. Hey, guys. I know, know you're going to hear from Clay and Tony, and they're going to be upset, which they probably have every right to be, guys. But here's 
a couple things, and, and I'm going to get to which, which I think is a bigger issue. First of all, guys, uh, you were talking about Texas A&M. Uh, of course, if they win, they face the possibility of the next round playing Texas. I kind of think that's pretty hilarious that they're going to have Texas A&M, but Texas, if they both win, so I'm saying this is a punishment for last year for them complaining about not being determined last year, so it may be. I don't know. So, but uh, <laughs> They were being the guy, punished because they were left out last year? Because they complained well, about it? Well, there was a lot of – from what I understand, they complained about it because of strength of schedule. Well, yeah. I think they were like 51, sure. 50, whatever. A lot of people think that uh, Texas A&M – I'm not saying that because I can't prove it, but some think that they got seven seed and it's like if they win the Texas win, they're going to play Texas next round. It may be a punishment. I don't know, but I've heard that thrown out there, guys. But we'll see. But, I, but guys, here's my thing. I was watching Selection show yesterday, and I knew Vanderbilt was in trouble. When I saw that 11 seed, saw Mississippi State against Pittsburgh. I said, Ugh, that's not good for Vanderbilt. And then when I saw that 11 seed, Arizona State, Nevada. And then when I saw that, it clinched to me, Vanderbilt's not making the tournament because they had the rest of that bracket to go, and they still had another bracket of 16. And we hadn't seen Kentucky or Tennessee yet. That was telling me Vanderbilt's not making the tournament. So, and guys, I'm not surprised, but I will be honest with you, with you this. I thought if they beat Texas A&M and got the championship game, they might have got in. Basically, what they were saying is, no, you got to win your tournament if you're going to get in. And a lot of people say, and I agree with what Tony said earlier, it's like, what the purpose? what is the purpose of the NCAA tournament? I mean, uh, the uh, uh, conference tournament. The only reason now is just it's just mainly for money. It's a cash grab. You know, and the team that uh, you were talking about, Grambling, Grambling, unfortunately, they got the championship game, but then they lost to a team that had 20 losses. So it's just, it's, it's, it's just weird how all this get, it go, goes, guys. But uh, at least Lenardi did give them some love. He had the, like the last four in. I mean, last four, uh, first four out. I'm sorry. Uh, but the committee, uh, they showed the television. Apparently, they weren't even on Vanderbilt's like first four out. It was Clemson, North Carolina, uh, Rutgers, and Oklahoma State. So apparently, I guess they were on the second line or whatever they were right. But it, uh, the committee didn't take too highly of them. But it, it just to me got points to what I think is a bigger issue. And, guys, um, and that's this, guys. It's just all the stuff that's changed so much over the last number of years of the tweaking that they've done to the system in all sports, words and phrases, and all this type of stuff growing out. Like, you've got now, like, metrics and analytics, which is the one thing that drives me crazy is analytics and other things. Like, now, within colleges, you've got the NIL and the transfer portal and other sports where they're trying to tweak and make sports better or whatever could make everybody happy. And I'm talking about things like the pitch clock and baseball. The base runner from second inning, this uh, uh, extra innings on second base, load management in the NBA, which I can't stand that. We're trying to get great players ready for the playoffs, expanded playoffs, all this stuff. And the NFL, where you've got now, where both teams have to have the possession and stuff in overtime, because they're trying to do all this stuff, hope helpful. And I, there's, I could go on, on with other things. I'm not saying this right. I'm not saying this wrong. I'm not even saying this is fair. But unfortunately, it's kind of the new way we live in sports, and there's just going to be a lot of things, I think, going forward that's going to make uh, everybody mad, and it's like, well, what's next? Well, all this tweaking and everything that everybody wants to do, and I think the unfortunate thing that I really feel sorry for is the athletes, whether they're college athletes or pro athletes, and just all the pressure, stress that's on them, and it's a lot more pressure on head coaches where they're getting fired over all this stuff we're doing now, and nobody talks about analytics and all this type of stuff. How it's affecting coaches while coaches lose their job because the margin of uh, uh, error is so razor thin now. 
where we're trying to see if we can't make everybody competitive at Eve. I just think with all that involved, it's just it's just sad to me, guys. And I'm not saying I'll never watch sports again, but it's kind of killed by enthusiasm for the sports uh, that I once had as a kid. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank, Thank you, you Tony. That was Eric. Eric, sorry. Thank you, So Eric. here is my suggestion to Jerry Stackhouse. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. You brought up the Grambling game. Let me tell you, yeah. tell you what else killed them. The Alabama 57-point loss, okay, that killed their net. Yeah. That hurt them a lot. Yeah. Okay, the net, I don't, I don't understand. But here's what no. I do understand. Jerry Stackhouse should not schedule. Let's see. They lost to Memphis right out of the gates. They did. Memphis is an eight seed. They... Let's see, lost to St. Mary's. Is St. Mary's in? Yeah, they're a yeah. five seed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. They lost to VCU. Oh, St. Mary's plays VCU yes. in the first round. They yep. are a 12 seed. Yep. They played Pittsburgh and they beat them. And Pittsburgh is in as an 11 seed. They played NC State. Hey, what about that? NC State is in. They lost to them. They lost by four. Mm-hmm. And NC State is an 11 seed. Yeah. You know what Jerry Stackhouse doesn't need to do? Schedule anybody worth a damn. Because honestly, it doesn't matter. He spoke about this. It doesn't matter. In the postgame. Why would you play all those teams? He says. The strength of schedule. Yeah. Go look against Mississippi State and Arkansas. Their strength of schedule blows them away. Yeah. So why would you do that? He says he was. And here's the critical calculation. That 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 is, they got him messed up, and he said this in the post game against Texas A and M about scheduling what he calls cupcake teams. He said we could have scheduled more cupcake teams, but I didn't want to schedule more cupcake teams because I was trying to get my team ready for conference play. Well, guess what? He accomplished just that. They got thirteen wins. They got ready for conference in the play conference. by playing some of those teams that you just mentioned. The problem is. Because they lost against some of those teams. The committee. The right. damage was D- done. They didn't reward them at all. Didn't reward them. And that's why I say they do not care about the conference play. Next they care about year, the conference, but they don't care about the conference play. Next year, Coach Stack schedule Cuyahoga Community College, Marathon Oil, <laughs> the Generals. That's who the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> when play. When the Generals are not busy. Okay. Get when the, the generals. generals are not playing the Harlem Globetrotters, schedule. <laughs> generals get a okay. bye. Schedule Presbyterian. I don't know. Maybe they're good about it. I don't know. I need to be careful because yeah. I could throw out Grand Canyon and they keep getting. Yeah, I mean, you know I, what I mean. I, I have to be I, careful. Listen, I don't know. How about the Statue of Liberty? Do they have a school? I don't think so. Is there a Statue of we Liberty can, school? We can get. We can get some Statue of Liberty University. We can get some of them. I don't know. Schedule them. Schedule those guys. Get the bottom schedule cupcakes, Coach Sack, because you know what? It did you no favors no. to do that. No. None. You're supposed to get rewarded for doing and that. And I understand the mentality. And you know, it was just an incorrect calculation. Now, why is that incorrect? That's a bigger question. Why was that the wrong move to make? We know it didn't work out. I got that. But why was that such an incorrect calculation to make at the beginning of this? What what was so wrong with that? I, I don't I don't understand that part. That part I do understand. But when you look at it, Darren, 
They played all these games, and they won 20 games, 13 of them against the conference opponent, and the NCAA doesn't care. The committee Mm -hmm. didn't care. They won 13 games against what you guys believe was the most competitive conference in America, but it just, you know, just... You lost to Grambling, and you lost to VCU, and therefore that was it. And that was it. And then you lost your best player because who knows? Now, this is the other thing. If Robbins is available, if he's at full strength and healthy, does this team make the tournament? I don't no. think they do. No. I don't think it makes a difference at all. It's very clear they weren't even close. I told you they weren't on the mailing list. They weren't even close. Again, which is egregious. I watched that team at the SEC basketball tournament. I've watched them down the street. We talked about them. A t- sure. They're, if you're telling me that team is not a tournament team, you're out of your mind. That team gets that team should be in the tournament. That team, depending on the matchup, wins games in the tournament. Yeah. They can win a game. They could be somebody. For sure. Maybe can two. Maybe, exactly. Maybe. They could. Depending on who you get. Maybe. Who they get. They could be a sweet 16 team. Could. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Give me the matchup. But you look at the way Tennessee was playing down the stretch. You look at the way Auburn was playing down the stretch. You look at the way Arkansas and Mississippi State were playing down and the they stretch. they beat them all. They beat them all, they man. They beat them all. Those teams. Committee did not care. Going the wrong way. Vanderbilt, hot as a firecracker. Didn't matter. Don't care. Didn't matter. So I'm going to follow this away. I'm so serious. Next year, because we do this, and, and we're partly to blame for this. And that, when I say we, I don't mean me and you. I mean the media, and, and rightfully so. We we hype up to conference play. We almost treat sometimes the games in November like they're preseason games because, well, we're just trying to get ready for conference play because when conference play, that's when things start to get serious. Well, guess what? Things were serious back in November and December for Vanderbilt. We just didn't know it. Hey, Jerry, there's some local teams you need to put on your schedule next year. Fisk, Trevecca. Go play them. Go play them. Tennessee State. Tennessee State. Go play. Well, I mean, I don't even know. Do you even? I mean, I'm not even. What? I'm not even going there. You're not even going to play Tennessee State. No. Okay. Well. No. No. I, yeah, listen. Does I, Gus Macker still have their tournament? Get the Gus Macker <laughs> champion. Whoever won the Gus Macker tournament, they still do those. I don't know. play them, Jerry. You're trying to get play them. You're trying to go hoop it up. Do they still do hoop it up? <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. No, you're trying to send them to get, the local Y. Get the huh? hoop it up champ. You're trying to get them. Whoever was the Y champ, schedule them, Jerry. It does you no good to schedule good teams. Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Guys, if you need to go to a break, go to a break. I want you to put your seatbelts on because I've got some. I got some stuff to say. Well, we're, <laughs> we're buckled up. Go. All right. First of all, y'all have covered everything that I've wanted to say, so I don't need to go there and say any of that. The one thing that we do know is the next metric they'll be using at the selection committee is, I, I guess, it's going to be called a was WAS. Stands for we are stupid because they, the selection committee, they suck. They are. Darren, you're right. The chairman, he was like the kid you catch doing something wrong and he don't know how to answer anything. Mm-hmm. No. That's the way he looked. He was an imbecile standing there trying to answer questions about selection. It was embarrassingly and, uh, bad. It really was. I felt, was I did. Horrible. I felt bad for him. It was so bad. 
you know, when was the last time a buddy of mine said this to me today? When's the last time a coach of the year of a team in any Power Five who had a winning record like Vanderbilt does gets left out of the NCAA tournament? When does that happen? When's the last time that happened? I thought about that you over know, the weekend. I was like, the co-coach of the year in the conference doesn't get and, in the NCAA and, tournament. And, and had, had Robbins been playing the defensive player and they're left out of the NCAA tournament, when was the last time? Probably never. Now, guys, let I want to turn the tables here. Now I want to start calling out a player or two. Number one, that piece of crap that plays that's the player of the year up there in Kentucky who bullies his way through the lane, who's the dirtiest player and I think the SEC, if not college football, I mean college basketball, y'all know who I'm talking about. Sheboy. What he – right. The, some of the dirty plays, that was horrible what he did on Friday night. Tony. To that guy. Tony, it uh, is up to the referees to call it. And they let him get away with it the whole night. And they let him get away with it. They should have thrown him out of the game. Well, they, no, was, they should just call was, fouls. So they're not going to do that. How about they just call fouls? Like, over the back, last time I checked, was still in the rule book, was it not? It is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Darren. When, when is it? I've, I've stopped my TV, took snapshots of these pictures. I'd love to send them to you. And they need to be at the SEC office. It was horrible. Horrible how he was getting away and play. And you're right there. Call the fouls. Call it. Quit warning him. Quit warning him. And I will know, say this. I will say this. I thought the crew Friday night. I did appreciate. And look, I I know that I'm. I was shocked that they didn't call a lot more fouls. But with that being said, I appreciated that they didn't call everything. They let them play Friday night. I thought the crew Saturday was awful. I thought they were awful. It was awful. The, the, Vandy, the Vandy game on Saturday, that crew was awful. They were. They were. And, Darren, we, I talked about this last week. I hate doing it, but I'm going to call him out. I think he's lost his shooting eyes. Studi. Oh, my guys, gosh. Guys, in his last 10 games, Jeez. he was – Last ten games, Darren, sixteen for seventy. Yeah, he is a sixteen for seventy. Well, let me just tell you, it hasn't hurt his confidance on still throwing it up. Oh no, Darren, on on when Baby was making the run coming back to Texas A&M, they had cut it to twelve. They come down the floor, and in one pass, it went to him. He shoots about a thirty footer. He throws a brick up. It's a backboard, guys. He goes back down the floor. He commits a foul. He went back down the floor. They got the ball to him in the corner. He missed that three. He went back down the floor, and his guy scored on him. In 44 seconds, that was his four trips up and down the floor. I mean, I, I don't know what to think about him. I, I hate it for him, but I, I, I think he's lost his shooting eye. And uh, you, know what it led, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, you know, one day Ben Simmons was a good player and was the number one pick in the draft, Man. and then the next day he couldn't shoot. Man. I, right. What? I mean. Right. What and, the Rick and Ankiel right. is going on? Well, the yips. He's got the basketball yips. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. And, and you know what I think about the NIT guys? I, and I said this to Clay last night. We talked a little bit. I wish Vandy had just stood up and said, you know what? 
We did everything people were telling us what we needed to do. We did everything what people said nah, we could do. In don't the go there. It doesn't, it doesn't help, Eric. Don't go there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wish they had just stood up and said, you know what? We're not. We're going to do like North Carolina. We're going to bypass it. Nah. Come on, man. Just go win it. And I know the players. How about this? Just go win it. It doesn't help them. Well, they put them in. They put them in the toughest bracket. On top of that, and I'm with you. Go win it. But you know what? Make a statement too. There'll be a lot of talk. There's going to be some changes, something to come out of this stuff. Because what you do in November obviously carries more weight than what you do in uh, February and March. Yep. Just just remember, schedule the generals. Okay, when they're not playing the, the Globetrotters, schedule the Generals. <laughs> they're true. losers. Okay, they are losers. Schedule them. Maybe get you one or two uh, just really bad, bad uh, high school teams. And maybe there. Remember the basketball team last year was going around the country, and they were supposed to be a college team, but they wasn't. Remember yep. that? Yep. Much? High yep. school maybe Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hey funny. guys, thank, thank you, you Tony. for letting me vent. Everybody else, appreciate so. it. Thank you, Tony. It's a black day and it's just a dark day. It really is. It's a sad day on West End. Yep. All right, Tony. Thank you for the call. We'll uh, take a quick break. Come back. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. We have a freeze watch in effect tonight. Today is going to be mostly sunny, high 48. Partly mostly cloudy with frost and potentially a freeze tonight, low 30. Tuesday is going to be a mostly sunny day, high 48. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio. I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. You know, Nate brings up a good point. He tweets at me. Tweets at us. He says, you know, Vanderbilt needs to schedule Tarleton State. Hmm. I didn't think about that, Nate. The Texans. That's a, that's a good point. How did you, How did you know that? They are the Texans. They are the Texans. How did you know that? We've been through this. Oh, we. Oh, you're right. We've we talked have, about we've this previously. That, we? Yes, that's been kind of a, a segment or two on this show. Okay. Yes, we've talked. That's about That's a this. good point. But I like that. That's funny. Um, you have got three. How many teams are there? I said three fifty. Was it three sixty? Three hundred sixty three. Six three hundred sixty three teams. There is this their net rankings or just their rankings? This is just their rankings according to NCAA.com rankings here. Uh, I can scroll to the top and see if they give a description. Uh, NCAA men's. Yes, these are the net rankings here. Net rankings for the NCAA. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we've got all 363 ranked for us here. Give us 363. Jerry Stackhouse, get a pen and paper. 363, Justin is whom? The worst team in Division One basketball, according to this ranking, is Hartford. Hartford is a... Uh, they're a they're independent school. Not Al Horford. No. But Hart- Hartford. Hartford. I like would assume Connecticut. Connecticut. I would assume. Hartford. Unless you know of another. I don't. Okay. So I would assume Connecticut. Uh, they were 2-23 and 23 this year, including 0-11 uh, on the road and 2-10 and 10 at home. And uh, they are the worst team in all of college basketball, according to this ranking. Stack, get their AD on the phone or their coach. Hartford. In fact, start your season with Hartford. You know what? If you're feeling frisky, do it on the road. Do it on the road. <laughs> Go on up to Hartford. If you're feeling frisky, do it on the road. Okay, what well, else you got? Who's 362? 362 is LIU. LIU. Now, I'm unsure. Loyola? Is that is that them? Illinois of Chicago? 
Well, University? No, no, LIU. Long Island University. I think it's Long Island. That would be my guess. Long I, I Island. I think it's Long Island University. Not not T, not Long Island T. It's funny. Just I, Long Island? I thought they were in the tournament not too long ago. Uh, yes, it is Long Island University. Yes. Without the T. Without the T. So just Long Island. Long Island University. Jerry, get Long Island on the phone. Get them to Memorial Gym. Now, what's so funny is Long Island actually had less wins than Hartford did. Yeah. And Hartford was 2 and 23. There you go. Long Island was 1 and 26. That would be the home opener. So get a little frisky. <laughs> start off with a road game. Take your team on the road. Play Hartford. And then bring them back home and open up Memorial Gym with Long Island. Yes. Okay. What else you got? Uh, Who's 361? Then from there, we go to Green Bay. We don't mean the Packers. Okay. We mean Green Bay. Okay. University, I suppose. Is that where Bruce Pearl used to coach? I believe you're right. Yeah. As in uh, Green Bay, Milwaukee Rocky. Green Bay, yeah. or is that, I think yeah. is what they called it at the time. Uh, but yes, they are 3-29 and 29 on the year, and they are ranked number 361 on the, uh, on the, on the NCAA Sounds list. Sounds like a November game to me. Listen, you went. I, I, you know, we should look at who they played, and uh, wouldn't it be hilarious if there were teams who played these guys who are currently in the tournament? I'm sure there's somebody who played these teams who are currently in the tournament now. That you know, just for giggles, yeah. Um, because I don't think it's a bad idea. Nate has served up Tarleton State. What were they ranked? Tarleton State ranked in at number one sixty-three. Ooh, so that's higher than football. Yes. So they were they were even better than the football team. They were around a five hundred team. They don't even have one hundred sixty-three football teams, and they were still worse than that. Yes. So, okay. Now here's the key with them: you want to catch them on the road because they were two and twelve on the road. Okay. So you want to invite them to your place? You want to invite them Apparently, here. they're pretty good at home. Okay. Whatever they got going on so down there. So get the Texans here. Yes. You want the Texans to come to town. Maybe they can ride with the Houston Texans when they come to town. That's not and a bad you can double do a dip. Twofer. A little Saturday action at yeah. Memorial, and then Sunday over at Nissan. Yeah. You can do a twofer that way. I like that. You can get them both in town, because that would be in the November, December range. Do you think that would entice more Texans fans to come experience Nashville? I I. I bet not. No? I think they feel some kind of way. I think that's a pretty impressive weekend. I, I think the Texans... Go to Memorial Gym, watch our team play yeah. Vanderbilt. Go to Nissan Stadium, watch our team play the Titans. I'm pretty no? sure the Houston Texans fans still are mad about something that happened in the past in regards to uh, the football team here in Nashville. Hey, they're going to get the first quarterback in the draft. Oh, wait a minute. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. no. We haven't even gotten to that. But they will get the Final Four this year. They will. <laughs> That they will get. That's true. Don't get the Final Four. Uh, and they've been there before. Uh, they've hosted Final Fours before. Yes, yes. It's not. They're not new to that. No. All right, we'll uh, come back and wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show, and we will do that next. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. 
Hey guys, it's Zach. Gear up for golf at Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville during their March golf sale. Swing in and stock up on their huge selection of new and gently used golf gear and equipment. During their month-long March golf sale, you save 10% on all gently used golf clubs. They have the trained staff to help you find the perfect set of golf clubs, a golf bag, golf balls, or a travel golf carry bag for the upcoming season. And they will also buy the golf gear you're no longer using. That's right, every day, all day, you can get cash on the spot for your underused golf gear. They also buy baseball, lacrosse, football, soccer, disc golf, plate weight, hockey gear, and the treadmill that is transformed into a clothes hanger. If you have gear you no longer use or doesn't fit, trade it in for either cash or for store credit towards your next purchase. And you can trust me, not only am I a spokesperson, but I'm a customer. You can always find me in the golf section over at the Hendersonville store. Check out Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Tell them your friend Zach over here at Nashville Sports Radio sent you. That's Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. This did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Looks like your father's Bears have signed an offensive lineman. Yeah. Former Titans guard Nate Davis. Mm. Nate Davis, according to Ian Rappaport, three-year deal with the Bears. So when you think about the offensive line next year, who knew? We're going to be learning about some new folks. All new. Yeah, it's going to be all new. It, it's going to be um, the, the rookie from our uh, now second-year player from Ohio State. And everybody else new. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate and Brewer Davis. And, you know, so at least three new guys. Yeah. At least. Oh, at least. Nate Davis, three-year deal, according to Ian Rappaport, to the Bears. So what Tony brought up, look, I, I don't – 
I don't think that's what you look. You're getting the sympathy now. Don't don't say, "Hey, we're not playing." And I know they're not because they're going to host. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow night. Yeah. You, you go play the NIT, and you go play Mad. Go win the dang thing. They play Yale here tomorrow night, and if they win, they'll get the winner of Michigan and Toledo. Okay. Okay. I just say go play that thing and go get on a run. Keep your season going, man. It doesn't benefit you at all no. to sit out the NIT it if you're doesn't. Vanderbilt. Then people get mad at you. Then then you give people a reason not to right now everybody's on your side. Yeah. Don't give people a reason to to now make fun of you or you, whatever. You got guys that you want to develop and you know, extra practices and things like that. These things are valuable. So, you know, take advantage of the time. Take advantage, get ready for next year. Yeah, that's what this time is about right now. So they're they're a fun team to watch. They, you know? they they don't give up. I will say that. They play hard. Yeah. They get after you. Look, I, I kind of felt like Kentucky didn't want it as bad Friday night as Vanderbilt. It was well, pretty clear. Well, the committee wanted them. Well, they did. <laughs> they did. If they didn't want it, it's all right. The committee wanted them. By the way, Vanderbilt swept Florida this year. Yes. Florida had a net ranking of, what, 20 points higher. 62. 62. Vanderbilt's 81. That'll do it for hour number one of the McFarland Show. We'll come back on this Monday. Head East. We'll talk with Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal Knoxville next. ABC News, I'm Jacqueline Lee. Michael Cohen, the ex-lawyer of former President Trump, testifying today to a Manhattan grand jury. They're looking into Mr. Trump's alleged hush payment to porn star Stormy Daniels. It's been a long time coming. The men had a falling out after Cohen was indicted over the $130,000 payment. President Biden says all U.S. customers of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, both of which have failed in the past few days, will be made whole by federal insurance and funds. And taxpayers will not be on the hook. But those who have stock in those banks may be out of luck. They knowingly took a risk. And when the risk didn't pay off, investors lose their money. That's how capitalism works. President Biden has proposed the largest Pentagon budget ever, $886 billion. Republicans in Congress say even that's insufficient. A zebra euthanized after attacking a man in Ohio. The man is recovering. This is ABC News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-935-7267 and you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. Now, these Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-935-7267. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-935-7267 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-935-7267. Prescription 
products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Rolling along on this Monday afternoon, hour number two. You can watch us every single day between two and four on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Darren and Justin here with you. Let's head east where it's an hour ahead. It's 4.04 in Knoxville. Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal, standing by. You know things are not good whenever Vinny, Tennessee leaves or leaves the tournament. Loses in the tournament, however you want to put it. And Vince packs up his bags and heads back home. That's when you know. But, you know, he had baseball duties. Bigger bigger right now. Bigger name on line one, possibly, Vince. Possibly, maybe. Benny, what's going on? <laughs> well, the fours are wild. So, like, apparently you're, you're doing clock, uh, clocks and traffic on the fours. Uh, bringing me on <laughs> and then and then it's 404 the seeds of the two Tennessee basketball teams were both fours for Ooh, their respective tournaments nice. so, look at you look what you did uh <laughs> what did you make of first of all let's just start here what did you make of Tennessee and and how they played and you know losing to Missouri twice this season uh, I really thought after the buzzer beater 
and Knoxville. This team would find a way to dig deep. I will say this, and I know we've spent a lot of time today talking about Vanderbilt on this show and started off first time we're talking a lot about Alabama and Texas A&M. My thoughts, seeing them up close and personal. I didn't touch much on Missouri. I also really like them. I think of Missouri, if they can get – they're a team that could get hot and really mess people's brackets up. Yeah, I agree with that. And here's the thing. I've seen them in person twice, and they've made 28 three-pointers in the two games I've seen them in person. <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to figure out a, a way to advance in the NCAA tournament or in any tournament – making that many threes, you're going to beat people. And those are some of the teams that either pull up sets or advance is if you hit your threes, and that's the recipe for some teams that win the national championship is higher percentage of threes. Can you defend? Can you shoot threes? Are you efficient offensively and defensively? And, um, and look, Missouri defensively isn't going to, uh, no. cover those bases, but man, they can shoot lights out. And then when you shoot that way, it, it overcomes some mistakes. I, I think I told you guys this last week, Missouri did not lose a game when they scored in the seventies or above all season. And they still have it. Um, so Tennessee had to keep them sub 70 and they had a shot to do that at the half when they got another buzzer beer this time from Jemai Meshack. So they did it back to Mizzou only they did it at halftime. And, but in the second half, whether Tennessee wore down, the Zakai Ziegler factor coming into play or see both. The, uh, Missouri hit seven of 12, three pointers in the second half, both of them finished 10 of 26, but Tennessee isn't good enough in the other things to where they can just break even or lose the three-point shooting. That has to be to their advantage. And a big part of that is holding teams down in three-point shooting percentage, which typically are all most of the season they have done, except for a couple of games where it's exploded against them. And Missouri's happened to do it twice. Um, also, when you combine that, you have Kobe Brown inside, who was Tennessee just did not have an answer to. And that is another issue that Tennessee has is they don't have that low post scoring. Mizzou has something they can do other than the three-point shooting. Tennessee can create some from time to time. It's just the consistency isn't there, and they don't have one stud go-to. Mizzou did have that, and um, and there's the guy Ziegler factor reared its ugly head again, just like it did in the Auburn game. What is the uh, – let's see, how do I put this? What's the confidence <laughs> level in your market on the, this team? I have to believe there's actually not much pressure on this Tennessee team. Even though they're a four seed, I, I just uh, – the way they've played down the stretch, not having Ziegler, I just kind of feel like probably everybody's going, yeah, maybe they'll get a game. Maybe if they're lucky they'll get – too. Is that kind of the sentiment in your market, or what, what are they saying? I, I guess it would fall in that category, but the way I would answer it is the confidence level in the basketball team is that spring practice starts March 20th. Oh. oh. I mean, uh, ow, ouch. ouch. It's not, so you're taking it's, calls on the spring game is what you're doing right now. 
Um, well, I, I, people are asking about spring practice. Yes. I I think it's not like no one is talking about them, but your question was the confidence level, right? It's not apathy, it's confidence level. And I think a couple of things have happened. One, there was the Barnes narrative. He's 25 and 26 in the NCAA tournament. This will be now his 27th appearance in the NCAA tournament. And so there's that that's naturally there for a percentage of the fan base It's not the majority, but for a percentage of the fan base until he succeeds in the tournament, that's not going away. Then you, you shorten or lower the ceiling for this team when you lose the Kai Ziegler. And I think people are well aware of his importance. So now I think that took some air out of the balloon for their hopes for the NCAA tournament. Then the brackets came out, and then you see Duke as a potential second-round opponent. And I think that's where fans are like, we're done, because of the way they're playing right now as good as anybody. So I, I think you keep stacking reasons why you don't have a whole lot of confidence in this team making a tournament run. Now, which is more likely, a Sweet 16 or a first-round exit? Probably pretty close. I think, I think maybe there, more people are making a case for Louisiana pulling the upset over Tennessee than maybe people advancing Tennessee into the Sweet 16. I don't know how those brackets are, but based on some of the analysts we heard last night, a number of people like that Louisiana uh, upset 13-4. That is unfortunately going to be an upset special for a lot of people. Yeah. And and, and you got to go with one, typically, on average, it's about one. Just you got to pick the right one or else just screwing yourself up in two places. But, yeah, that's one that, that, that people like. And uh, so I, I, beyond that, with all those reasons, I, I don't think people are buying into it. Are fans hopeful? Are fans not? are giving up. No, I don't think so. But in terms of the people you hear from, in terms of the buzz generated by those that are more vocal, typically one way or the other, I, I do think that there is not a whole lot of juice right now uh, for a team going into the NCAA tournament. And um, they'd have to play a lot different and more consistent than we've seen. So things are going to have to change. For uh, for anyone to believe any different, and um, uh, we'll uh, we'll start to find out on Thursday, I guess. So you talk to a lot of the players here in Nashville. So what what are the players saying? What what is their mindset? Well, they admit that they're still trying to figure things out in how to best play without Zakai Ziegler, without using that as an excuse, and. Uh, they're saying, hey, we made mental errors, we had breakdowns, can't do that, um, that's on us, not on on the opponent. Yeah, they're a good team, but we just got to clean those things up and we'll be fine. So they're talking like, hey, we got to look in the mirror and get better. It's not that we can't do this without Zakai or we can't do this. You talk to the coaches, and I've talked to a number of the assistant coaches, Justin Ganey, 
and Greg Polinski, and both of them mention how they're still a work in progress and trying to figure out how to play without Zakai. And that is, they have to say that, but they said it's not an excuse, it's a reality. And that is true. Because if you were to say otherwise, I wouldn't believe you. They are still trying to figure it out. Whether they can do it or not, that's the debate. But they're still trying to figure out how to best play. You know, Coach Barnes will talk about, you know, execution and, you know, we we got to be smarter. We can't have defensive breakdowns and, and, and some of those kind of things. But I, I do think there there are a number of things they need to do, including be better in the post, not give up those drives, be better in the post defensively in addition to offensively. Um, and, um, and, and I think – they got to find a way to not be as fatigued at the end of ball games because they miss the Kai Ziegler at the end of those games. And so that, that was a big topic of conversation was how to figuring things out without the Kai Ziegler being better defensively. And then another thing that I've brought up to all the coaches that I've talked to and even some players is somebody's got to be willing to drive to the basket. Zakai Ziegler was the one most willing to do that. But right now, you saw it a couple of times against Missouri, and they were successful. So you, you have to make good decisions there. You can't just go to go. But you have to, have, you have to go with conviction and trying to score and then be successful at it. That's, gonna lo- that's what's going to loosen things up for you on the perimeter when everybody's extended on your guards and making Santiago Vescovi work. Josiah Jordan-James admitted today when we talked to him, that he's the guy that gets game plan the most. I mean, people are denying him the ball and doubling him and switching off of him. I mean, he has to grind so much on both ends. He is just spent after ball games, even though he's in tremendous shape. Uh, it's it, so the, they they have to elevate their play, but get, being willing and able to drive all the way to the rim, not drive to dish, but drive to score as a threat, that would would unlock a number of things for this team offensively. Vince, how do you feel, and, and Darren and I have obviously been talking a lot today about uh, Vanderbilt's uh, being left out, shall we say, of the NCAA tournament. How do you feel about the seeding this year uh, based on what happened in the conference versus what happened outside of the conference, it would seem. Well, I was going to mention it before, and since you brought it up, I think Vanderbilt should be in the NCAA tournament. I, I'm, I understand there's the non-conference schedule, and A&M is in that category too, where you know they they weren't challenged in non-conference. And look, you, you're going to have some bad losses, but it's similar to, to a football way of viewing it. I'm more about who you beat than the the way and who you lost to. Is that a tie-breaking factor? Yeah, it could be. If if two teams have similar wins and then another team's losses are worse than the other, I'll give you that. But when you're you're giving someone an advantage in who they lost to versus what another team did against their best competition, which was in conference where they had a, a lot of good wins, quad one wins, more than a number of those other teams that got in. Uh, that, that, and I know you guys have talked about this, but I feel that way that, that that's the direction I would go. As far as everybody else in the league, you know, I thought Texas A&M was given a short stick in terms of their seeding. Them as a seven 
and then they draw Penn State, who also was in their conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's difficult. Um, it, as far as everybody else, I, I think Tennessee, you could argue, was maybe given a bump up of a of a row, a seed. And the reason why I thought there might be a chance they might put them on the five line is if they viewed them moving forward without Zakai Ziegler. But I wonder because there's so many teams that are dealing with injuries, Jalen Clark at, at UCLA, who honestly, that would have been my national championship pick if he was there. But yeah, that yeah. really takes, I mean, he's one of the best defenders in the country mm-hmm. and that, that hurts them. Um, so and other teams are missing some key players. So I wonder if they're like, all right, we can't just like move every, all these teams down a line like they supposedly do in football and taking that into consideration. Uh, heck, they did it with Tennessee without Hendon Hooker. Uh, they, they did it based on what you accomplished. So Tennessee was probably right, right about where they deserve to be based on that. But in the reality of it, I, I don't know that everybody has that kind of confidence in them. Alabama's the number one overall. I think that's, that's where they should be. Every, everybody else, I think, within the league was fair and, uh, and accurate. A&M was probably, and then Vandy being left out, those were the, the two most noteworthy to me. How do you not change your schedule after experiencing something like this? How do you not schedule cupcake teams and, and then front load your schedule with easy wins as a result of something like this? Well, you mean change it? Because A&M had a horrific non-conference schedule. They won games and were second in the league and got to the conference championship tournament hmm. and on the strength of their of the games they won in conference, and then they weren't really rewarded for it in the end. They were never high in the net. They were never high in the rankings, which doesn't matter. And they got a lower seed than their probably deserving of as a seven um they should be on a higher line than kentucky (laughs) um so i i i i think they might need to reconsider how they scheduled and then vanderbilt as well vanderbilt a lot of their wins came in conference once they got high but the non-conference is some of the thing that's pointed to so there are a couple examples of you need to beef up your pre-conference and you know who had a great pre-conference schedule tennessee and they want a fair share of those. Look at the one-two lines in your bracket and yeah. tell me how many games Tennessee lost against the one and two seeds in the NCAA tournament. Zero. All wins. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, well, the, the, actually, the, the one exception to that is Arizona. So I, that, that's the one. Um, but, I mean, they'd be, they'd be Kansas, they'd be Alabama, yeah. um, you know, all those teams. It's so. just frustrating to follow, Vince, you know, to try to understand the rationale. Uh, and I know that we go through this every year, but it, honestly, it's starting to feel like football is easier to understand <laughs> than this, which I never, th- I never thought I would feel this way. Yeah, I don't know about football being easier to understand, Justin. I mean, mm. I think I think uh, maybe you guys are, are focusing on it a little bit more because it is Vandy, and deservedly so, rightfully so. Mm. Um, I, I I think there's probably some you know, other years where there's you could argue about seating lines and a couple teams getting in, and you just get right to it. But I think it's maybe a little bit more localized there, and. Look, we'd be doing it if Tennessee was on the outside looking in, and A and M was probably doing it last year when 
they didn't get in the tournament at all. So uh, it, it might be that, but I think they're, I still think football is a little bit harder to figure out because that, that goalpost moves annually. Well, look, I know you're supposed to win these games, but to to what we've been talking about, Vanderbilt should not schedule Memphis. They should not schedule St. Mary's. They should not schedule VCU. They should not schedule Pitt, who they beat. They should not schedule NC State, who they lost to by four. I mean, the what what did those games – those are all tournament teams, by the way. All, all those teams right. – I mean, St. Mary's is a 5C. What, what benefit did it do, Vanderbilt? Because if you can turn those into – easy wins and they have 24 wins 25 wins with 13 sec wins are you telling me they're out of the tournament oh who cares if they're an 11 seed they're in yeah but the the key is is you got to get some of those you got to get some of those wins i know like, i know you gotta and they i get it uh, that, they but the way they were playing earlier in the year, I mean, I who's to say with a lighter schedule they win those games? They got hot when their schedule picked up in SEC play. And granted, there are some of those were tournament teams before that. I get it. But, I mean, you still got to win those. A&M, look, I mean, A&M is still in the tournament, but they're on a different tier. They still got docked because they didn't have – any good wins in pre-conference. So they also schedule worse, but they didn't have those wins either. However you get them, you still need to get enough of them and get some of them. And so maybe there's a middle ground there for Vandy if they're trying to, you know, to, uh, to elevate the schedule in terms of winnable games that still might move the needle. I, I think you don't know how teams are. are I think Vinny, year. what bothers me is it seems like, Look, Chris Reynolds may be a really nice guy, but if that room <laughs> acted like he did in that interview, which was embarrassingly bad, that crew doesn't have a clue. That committee doesn't have a clue. Like, there has to be some type of eyeball test. There's no way you can watch Vanderbilt and tell me they're not bad. Look, right now, I take, I take Vanderbilt in the NCAA tournament over Auburn. I take them over Mississippi State and Arkansas. I just yeah. would. I honestly, there's probably I could be talked into taking them over Tennessee. Well, remember, remember when the last ten used to matter, right? Well, right now, and now it doesn't. Yeah, now it doesn't yep. because those teams are going the wrong way. Right. That, that's all. I'm just. There's no way you can tell me when you t- put eight teams in the SEC and if you've actually watched them play. There's no way you can tell me they're not one of the eight best teams in the conference today. Today. I, Darren, I think it's in football, you have more of an opportunity to see everyone, see everything, and break those down. With the volume of games, I'm guessing that some, that a lot more of those people are in and out of these games, and what are they doing? They're relying more on the numbers and the resumes and things that are not the eye test, I think there's more of the eye test with football because there are fewer games and they're easier to be able to determine. And then maybe, I don't know what the percentage is, maybe there are more coaches in or former coaches in football to influence the eye test versus in basketball. I, I, don't, I didn't look to see the committee how it broke down this year, but maybe that's a factor. Maybe you have more administrators and they're not relying on the eye test because they're not basketball people, right. so they are going to rely on the numbers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
a debate that will continue. Um, sure will. And we'll have no resolution. Vinny, appreciate it as always. You have a uh, – so you're going to Orlando. You're going to be covering this? Yep. yep. Headed down tomorrow, and it will be the Vince Ferrara show in terms of coverage. So it will be just me. we got remotes <laughs> back here. So I'll be on the afternoon show a couple of days, hour tomorrow. I'll miss Tennessee baseball tomorrow, and um, we'll be there until this weekend one way or the other. So we'll see if we – we uh get to see tennessee and duke I, I would that would be a lot of fun one way or the other but yeah we'll be down there coverage at 991thesportsanimal.com on my uh on my social media on twitter as well at vince sports also we'll see if we can't uh maybe check in with you down in the sunshine state uh, a little bit later in the week Vinny, appreciate it thank you sir all right sounds good thanks guys good. Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal there in Knoxville. We'll take a break, come back. More of your phone calls are welcome, 615-844-5600. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you check your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Celebrate the history of our national pastime at the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown. See priceless treasures that'll bring your baseball memories to life. Connect with events that have shaped and changed the game and our country. Our stories to tell, your memories to share. Plan your visit today at baseballhall.org. 
It's the Bill King Show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love it. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Nashville Predator fans. Call now at 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Good stuff from Vince on this Monday. Back here on the McFarland Show. 615-844-5600. There's a lot going on, man. It's going to yeah, be there a is. great week for sports talk. Clay, you're up next. What's up? Hey, boys. Obviously, I'm sure y'all know I've got a lot to say, and I'll do the best I can. Um, First of all, I want to say this, um, and you touched on this, Darren. Whoever this uh, committee chair was, that guy's a complete bozo. And not only that, guys, but, you know, Later on, when I watched the NIT selection show, and maybe y'all heard this, they mistakenly put Vanderbilt did, as a three, as a three seed, yep. and Commodore Nation absolutely erupted. Yep, and th- this is a travesty. And I'm not, I'm not, Darren. I'm not saying that lock, stock, and barrel that this basketball team deserves to be in the NCAA tournament. But I do know this. Who you played and how you played the last ten used to matter. It did. Nobody in the SEC and not many teams across this country played better down the Vanderbilt Commodores down the stretch. Darren, when you mention, you know, the teams we beat and things like that, you, you left out, I think, beating Kentucky not once but twice. I have not gone through Vanderbilt's record versus teams in this tournament. I'm sure there'll be, you know, several losses, but I know there'll be several wins too. And I just heard for the kids. Um, and congratulations to Mr. Mignon, by the way. He absolutely diced up Kentucky Friday night. This kid runs the show for this team, and I'm glad he decided to come play for Vanderbilt University, and he's announced that, you know, he's coming back next year. Melora Brown is coming back. Jordan Wright, I think, is still deciding. But this is a good basketball team, guys. And, Darren, I'll say this. um, You know, you've only got two days to sell tickets. And I don't know how motivated this team is going to be to play tomorrow night. I don't know how motivated, you know, Jerry Stackhouse is going to be. I just know that if I'm the coach of that team, before we hit the floor and practice today, shoot around tomorrow, pregame tomorrow, you know, I fire my kids up and tell them, let's go kick some butt and take a run at a tournament championship because I do think we're one of the better teams in the NIT, and but like I said, 
you know, my heart goes out to the kids. Um, after the show was over, and I'm not a Twitter guy, uh, Lim Robbins, of course, who's injured and will not play for Vanderbilt again, you know, tweeted out a sad face. Tyron Lawrence tweeted out a broken a picture of a broken heart. And Jordan Wright supposedly tweeted out just the word damn. These kids are hurt, you know, at being, you know, I'm going to say disrespected this way for what they did, uh, you know, starting after the Alabama debacle. But I know this as a fan, they've taken me on one hell of a ride. They're a fun team to watch. I, I don't know. I don't know how you couldn't like this team the way they played. And by the way, when you say, Clay, them getting motivated, does this look like a team that's just going to show up tomorrow night and mail it in? I just don't. I just don't get that vibe. I mean, they. I no, know they're disappointed, I I but they're. The, yeah. You don't know, look. Whenever you get embarrassed in the fashion that they did against Alabama, and you lose a game in your conference by almost sixty points, everybody had them dead. Like roadkill season over if they didn't have that makeup they would have just literally licked the stamp which nobody does anymore and mailed that sucker in <laughs> the rest of the season and we would have never had any of these debates on you know this show would have had different material yep but they didn't instead they went the that, other way right that and that's what i've said this to you guys on this show that's what's impressive to me these kids responded. These kids got up off the deck, and you know they played their rear end off for the last what five six weeks of the season. I'm proud of them for that. Now let's just go win an NIT championship. This Thanks is, for taking my phone yeah. Call. Thank you, Clay, as always. Absolutely. Um, man. This, this is my plea to Jerry Stackhouse. In, in all seriousness, I know we had a little fun with the scheduling, and I, I was kidding, but I really wasn't kidding on that because I I'm going to disagree with. Vince, who I love and respect. But th those games didn't serve them any purpose. It was very clear. So what? They, you know, maybe knocks them down a little bit in the, in the seating. Who who gives a crap? I think they would have been in. But I'm sitting here in the row. That's not what I'm trying to say. This team, when I watched them up close, you talked about my experience this weekend. Yes. Okay. Sitting court. You, rarely do we get to ever sit courtside. Okay. Yeah. Right, because if you go to Vanderbilt game a lot more times than not, you're going to be sitting up. Right? Yeah. There's very few people that get to sit courtside. In fact, that used to be the old press box was literally in the ceiling. Yeah. Um, you get a different perspective. Tyron Lawrence, Jerry Stackhouse needs to go get more athletes like him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No. They smart... need to get more athletic. No, I'm yeah. saying, Manion. You got to love – he's like all – like, yes, he's he's quick, but he is heart, man. He yeah. is heart. Yeah. And I know I'm throwing a lot of different things out there. You got Manio, who's like the floor general. He's all heart. He's fast. He's smart. Lawrence, uber athletic, man. Yeah. Uber athletic, right, is, is smart, athletic. He's like all – he's like a, a leader – He's a guy you can tell has got you know he's got a grip on this team. Mm -hmm. The point is they he has got to go out and get them more dudes. I'm convinced, and you know I've said this. Mm -hmm. He can coach, man. He's got a lot to offer, and clearly he gets these kids up to play because they play hard. They're fun to watch. I'm 
I said it earlier today. I'll say it again. They wanted it more than Kentucky. They did. That Kentucky didn't have the same dog or fight in them that Vanderbilt did. They yeah. wanted it more. And by the way, they got down 10 early on. Like the first 10 minutes of the game went to Kentucky. The final 30 minutes went all to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Kentucky couldn't. They just weren't willing to spar and keep swinging like Vanderbilt did. Yeah. By the way, Texas A&M got us up by as much as 27 on Saturday. Yeah. Look, I, I was there. The body language on Stack was, you know, they he knows. Yeah. We all knew. Yeah. It just ain't going to happen today. Like, to, it's not happening. And, and A&M was on fire. They were unbelievable. just couldn't on, miss. They were on. Just couldn't miss. Unconscious. So. But Stackhouse knew. Like, so they could have gone in at halftime and, like, hey, let's Couldn't just, miss on a neutral floor. Right. I mean, you normally shoot like that at home. But what did the they do? they were shooting. They came out in the second half. Yeah. And they tried and they tried. They kept plugging away. Like, they just weren't. They could only get so close. And they cut it down to what? They got within – did they get within nine? Or was it maybe it was 11, like 12, 11, 11 or 12? 12. Yeah. They got it down. They they had opportunities. Within striking distance Yes, there. to really get the crowd into it and yeah. get things really interesting. Just wasn't going to happen. He needs a little bit more help, man. He need, yeah. it's, He's Jerry freaking Stackhouse, okay? He dresses nice. He looks the part. He played in the NBA for a long time. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who he is. Yep. Jerry, go get one or two more dudes. Okay? Dudes that bring how tall is Lawrence? I don't know how tall he is. How tall is six six, maybe? I, I, six seven, maybe. Yeah, you know? Maybe okay, no. Maybe, maybe not that. I don't know. Go find a couple taller versions of him. Well, those dudes that are six eight, six nine, that can run the floor like they're six one, that they're that athletic. Go find a dude or two like them, and I know it's not easy. Again, Darren. I know it's not easy. They don't have yeah. a tree out. I, I no. get it. They're not growing them and, on trees. And it's not just the athleticism. It's not. Just, if it was just that, they could solve that. It's the academics on top of the athleticism that they have to solve. That's. That's the hurdle. I'm convinced anyway that's the hurdle with this basketball team. It's not can Jerry Stackhouse go get these guys. Can Jerry Stackhouse go get these guys and get them in academically at Vanderbilt University? That, that's, the, that's the trick. And, yes, Duke has cornered the market. And, yes, Duke is doing it. But how many other guys like Wait, Duke are out there? For, well, hold on. Hold on. All right. If you don't think Duke under Krzyzewski hadn't bent the rules over the years – for the basketball roster, come on. Has the administration been cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is the administration at Vanderbilt historically been cool with them doing that? Uh, I don't know for sure if the answer is certainly not to solid. That, yes, certainly I don't not to that same that. degree like they have over there in North Carolina with Duke. Right. So you know, it, it's it, again. I will stick to where I was. It's not just finding the guys. It's finding the guys and getting them in academically and, and, and having a place for them to feel good and, and, call, and call home because it's, it's not the pool where you have the academic requirements. The pool isn't as big. He's right, he's right there. Oh, yeah. He's on the cusp. He's right there. He just needs one or two more, like I said, like long athletic dudes. And again, I understand. Everybody's looking for that. I get it. Sure. But you're Jerry freaking Stackhouse. Yeah. 
Okay, you're in the hottest city in the country. You're in the SEC. You got a lot of things going for you. A lot. If he can find a way to get like two dudes or even one dude and surround him with like this group right here, right? Mm -hmm. Like this group that he's got. Yeah. Guys like that and a dude, like a Brandon Miller type. Yeah. Dude, it changes everything. Yeah. If you can get past the academic. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going I'm to stay there until it, it's, it's, you're right. He's on the cusp. I'm not going to deny that. But the, the hurdle is going to continue to be the academics there over on West End. And they have a standard. They've always had the standard as far as I know. And for them to come off of it and be willing to do the stuff they want to uh, do is the decision they need to make as a university, as a chancellor, as an AD, and all that. They need to figure out if that's, what, if that's who they want to be. Do you believe that they're all in on Stackhouse? Uh, do you believe the yeah. AD is all in, even though it wasn't her hire? Do you believe she's all in on Stackhouse? I believe that she likes Jerry Stackhouse a lot. Okay. I do. All right. I Fair. Do. Fair. I will say this. They have bent the rules in the past. It just takes a, a, a special coach to do it. Yeah. And you know what window I'm talking about. I understand. They bent rules, okay? Don't tell me that that coach for three years on the football side of things had the same rules as everybody before him. Don't tell me that. Listen. I don't want to hear it. That was under a different administration, though. Okay. And but it's the, they, the people who were in charge at that like point, him, all of them, all the chancellor, the AD, agree. all the people they're, who were there during that time <laughs> are not there. And I you get, also know why that is, too. Well, one of them, you know, died, unfortunately. Yeah. But you also understand what also happened during that period that we don't we need to open all that up. I understand. Again, that brought certain things into the program. Correct. That, you know, all right. We know. Or at least most people. Some people maybe just moved here a year so ago. They we, don't know what we're doing. We only got about. 15 minutes left. We don't have time to get into the history we're lesson. We're not going to relive all, that today. And relitigate no. all that. No. All right. Let's step away. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show rolling along here on this Monday. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. 
Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The players make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't the think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to. Oh, pretty, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so okay. What, what, what are we saying? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Well, your dad's Bears have been very active. Yes, they have. They have signed linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Four years, $72 million. Coming over from the Buffalo Bills. Had to check that out. It's coming over from the Bills is where he was. They've also signed... T.J. Edwards, another linebacker. Yes. Three years, 19 and a half mil. He's the one that's coming from the Eagles. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money right there for two linebackers. Well, they were they were 90 million under the cap. And then, of course, they just acquired D.J. Moore in the trade in the over trade. the weekend. Uh, actually, about 30 minutes after we got off the air Friday. So when that broke. I was really mad. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't know how much in-depth discussion, but... The Bears don't have the number one pick anymore. They it, do not. It belongs to Carolina. Yes. Carolina also sent them DJ Moore, mm-hmm. and Carolina gets the first pick. The Bears get the ninth pick. As well as a first round next year. First pick this year, mm-hmm. and then next year get a first and a, a first next year, and yeah. then 2025 a, a second. A second, yeah. yeah. And they also signed Nate Davis. 
three years, the the terms are out. Thirty mil. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ten, nah. Ten. Ten per. They weren't gonna do that. No. They weren't gonna do that. No. I, I like Nate Davis, but not for ten million. They weren't gonna do it. So he might as well take the money and go. Because no. they weren't gonna do that here. He was definitely not gonna get that here. So, so the Bears, your papa's Bears, are spending some dough. It's been a long time in Chicago um, <laughs> for a consistent winner. So they're hoping that Ryan Poles, the young GM, uh, will be able to make make this happen. So he's giving it his best go, and we'll see. The Titans, on the other hand, have been very quiet. Not a whole lot going on with them today at all. What What is that? A cricket. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a cricket. Did you get cricket? From, okay, I'm no. looking. For That's, we don't have sound effects, so okay, but we got to do our own. I don't know. Okay, I feel like we're doing like you know an old school baseball game. That sounded more like a cricket phone. Boom. You know, a, like a cricket, crack of the bat, making our own. Yeah, you know, like yeah. What was the was it the Ty Cobb movie? The, I mean, not Ty Cobb, uh, Jackie Robinson movie, right? The Jackie. Right? Okay, the guy. You know, he's yeah. making his own sound effects. Yeah, and the and, thing. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's just. I feel it's, like that's what we do here. It's sometimes. okay. Uh, Steelers. Have signed, yes, Patrick Peterson Just to a two-year deal. Just saw that coming across. So, uh, again, where is Patrick Peterson at this stage in his NFL career? I mean, good but not great. You know, serviceable perhaps. You know, maybe a little bit better than Jack Rabbit Jenkins from back in the day or a couple of years ago. Yeah, that, that's where I put him. Mm. Okay. I said a little bit better. Okay. A little bit better. I mean, a veteran, you know, presence. I mean, it could be a good guy. You know, Steelers there, you know, that good locker room situation, you know, it could be a solid contributor for them. Let me put this programming note out. We're excited. Tomorrow we will be oh, yeah. over at First Horizon Park. Vanderbilt and Belmont. Baseball. Of course, First Horizon Park is a baseball field. So I'm sure you put that together. A 6 o'clock first pitch, <laughs> but we will be doing our show from the beautiful First Horizon Park, hopefully indoors because it's going to be cold. It's going to be a little chilly. So press box preferred with the windows shut or that, maybe cracked. That'll be the preference, but we'll get up there and figure it out. Yeah. I plan on bringing a sweater and you know some outdoor gear just so, in case. Prefer the press box, just saying. Yes. Yes. Going to be a little bit of a cold spell this week. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, Last night in the 30s. Yeah. And we've got a freeze warning for tonight. So if you've got any outdoor plants, just know, uh, yeah, you took them out a little bit too early. Go ahead and bring those bad boys back in. Currently, there is a freeze warning for Titans in free agency period, too. Not a lot going on over there at St. Thomas Sports Park. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quiet. quiet. Now, it doesn't mean that they haven't tried to do something. Because a lot of guys have signed with a lot of teams, and I can't imagine the Titans haven't tried to sign anybody. It just hasn't worked out so far. Yep. All right, we'll step away, come back, wrap up Monday's edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next.
When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Fun is in full bloom, Tennessee, and the Multiplier Instant Games are buzzing in. These colorful tickets offer chances to multiply your wins 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. It's a beautiful day for bigger and bigger prizes, and they're ripe for the picking right now. Find the Multiplier Instant Games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This responsible gaming message is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. When you play the lottery, it's important to play responsibly. Know your limit and spend only what you can afford. Set a budget and stick to it. And remember, as long as you're having fun, you're always a winner in our book. The Tennessee Lottery is a proud supporter of National Problem Gambling Awareness Month. To learn more about problem gambling resources, visit tnlottery.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. The Patriots traded Jonu Smith to the Falcons. Yeah. So a little one-two punch of Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith. 
in Atlanta. There you go. Georgia Tech is going to be hiring Boston Celtics assistant coach Damon Stottlemyre. Mighty Mouse. To replace Josh Pastner. Man. Georgia Tech expected to name Damon Stottlemyre. Uh, it's official. Chris Beard is indeed the new head coach at Ole Miss. Again, as a basketball coach, that is an unbelievable hire for Ole Miss. It is. Rick Stansberry is stepping down as Western Kentucky's coach. What? Yep. I didn't. I missed that. Okay. Yep. He is going to step down as their head coach, so they will be actively looking for his replacement. Huh. Okay. That is uh, that is interesting to know. Predators had a very very successful road trip. Finished up this weekend with some late games. In Southern California, they beat the L.A. Kings in a shootout on Saturday night and beat Anaheim last night in OT. So four points yeah, in those two games. And uh, like I said, a very successful and very long road trip. So they're back home tomorrow night against the Red Wings. Ooh. Then later on, got the Blackhawks as well. Thursday. And, uh, you know, the Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, oh, sorry, uh, St. Patrick's Day themed uh, style of game, which is always a lot of fun here in Nashville uh, when everybody breaks out the green. Yeah, the Cumberland is going to be uh, green okay. on Thursday for that game. Very cool. No, I just made that up. That's what they do in Chicago. I've been there for oh, a second. I know that, they, they yes. The, green, the Chicago River the, being green. I've seen yeah, that many Chicago times. Water, but yeah, Chicago sure. River is green. The Chicago River, Not yes. Chicago water. Yeah. Chicago. Well, maybe the Chicago water is no, green. No, 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 no. No, that's not what happens. But the, 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 the river is green. I would think that would actually be a... A nice facelift for the Cumberland to maybe put some green tablets in there. You know? No? Maybe. Maybe. There's all kinds of things in the Cumberland. I see people swimming in the Cumberland sometimes. I'm like, no. Are you sure bad, you want to? Bad idea. Why do you want to do that? Well, that's because they've been on Broadway for 12 hours. That's true, too. Yeah, it's uh, so not, not the it's best not decision advised. It's not advised. Yeah. No, no swimming in the Cumberland. That's not good. Mm. Boy. Oof. There's one-eyed catfishes in there. There's a, there's a lot of things in there you don't want to know about. <laughs> trust me. There's a lot of things going on in the Cumberland. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Man, I feel like we covered everything, but I'm not sure we did. We missed something, but yeah. we'll, we'll get around to it. Tomorrow at First Horizon Park. We're excited about that. Road trip! Vanderbilt, Belmont. We love being out. Inside. That will be the preference. Inside. <laughs> inside. It's going to be cold. Have a great rest of your Monday. We look forward to talking tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Stay tuned. Afternoon Stretch is next.